This episode is brought to you by Secret. Secret is the exclusive name behind the luxurious skincare and spa product line based on salt, water, mud, and ancient, perhaps even mystical minerals found only in one place in the earth and is the Dead Sea. So guys, Secret products, they have skincare, uh, body care, hair, men's stuff, uh, makeup, nutrition, um, there's gift sets. This makes great holiday gifts for your friends and loved ones. So, guys, the link is going to be directly in the show notes. Uh, be sure to get on there. Purchase what you like. Hey. Hey. What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy, Manny, and this is another episode of the Back Row Redskins Show, man. Tonight, look, tonight, I got a special guest, man, from one of the hottest podcasts around, off the record, my main man, Juan Battle, man. What's good with you, bro? Welcome to the show. Peace, peace, man. What's up, brother? Man, I'm so blessed to be here. Happy, man. Excited, man, to be back, you know what I'm saying, on the Back Row Redskins show, man, it's, it's 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 an honor, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, guys, man, we have an awesome show lined up for you guys, man. Let me just pull up my little quick notes, man, just to kind of outline what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the injury reports. We're going to be talking DK Metcalf versus Terry McLaurin. We're going to be talking about the matchups within the matchups. We're going to be talking about the keys to the game. Uh, for this week versus the Seattle Seahawks. Um, we're going to talk about what matchups scare us the most. <laughs> we're going to talk over-unders. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about who's getting into the Pro Bowl this year. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, draft and free agency pickup for next year. And then we have some uh, questions from the fans of the Washington football team. And then last but not least, the question of the night. So, man, let's kick this thing off, man, with the injury update, man. Alex Smith, he's out. You know, um, well, they said that he has not practiced the last two days. So, Quan, what do you think? Do you think we have a shot at beating Seattle if Alex Smith does not play this week? Honestly, I do think we have a shot at beating Seattle if Alex Smith doesn't play. I think that we've made a great transition throughout the season Mm -hmm. Uh, with Alex Smith. I think he's came in and and believe it or not, man, he, he has played lights out this year. Uh, what he has gone through, what he diversity has faced to actually come out now this year and to have a, a, a team to to believe not only in them in in, in themselves but um, somewhat this organization to actually do some great things for the long mm-hmm. term. It's, it's it's amazing. It's awesome. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. So, but I I think we have a great chance of winning. I think Dwayne Haskins. I think he's had some time to kind of sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, you know, a lot of things. Him coming in, all the adversity that he's been through. I think a lot of a lot of it where he he had to take some time to kind of just relax, let the game come to him, let some mm-hmm. things slow down. I think now he's in the position to where you don't put too much on to him. Mm-hmm. You just make sure that he 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 understands the plays that he needs to run and how he needs to run it for the offense. And mm-hmm. I I think we put it on the defense. I think we got a good chance. 
Right. And also, it was a good point that you mentioned uh, Dwayne Haskins uh, playing well because Scott Turner said that regardless of what quarterback plays this Sunday, he's going to tailor the playbook to fit the quarterback. So you see, there's some plays that Alex Smith has run well this season. And the biggest surprise to me with Alex Smith is that he's airing the ball out. He's throwing the ball down the field, which was my biggest pet peeve about him two years ago when he was here, like the game versus ATL, man, look, I came from Nashville. I took a flight out there to DC, man. I'm like, man, my first game in FedEx. I was excited. We got behind and you know what Adam Smith did? He was checking down the Mo Harris. He was checking down to Chris Thompson. I mean, we down by a million and you're checking down. So this season he has been checking down, but we've seen games where he's throwing the ball like the Pittsburgh game or that one pass he had to, I think it was uh, Foster and Foster just couldn't, you know, he, he, he overthrew him, but you know what? That makes me proud. I like that. So, but then Haskins on the other end, you see how he plays. He's still throwing the ball off of his back foot. But if there's a defense that's going to give you some confidence, it's that Seattle secondary. Uh, I feel like Haskins has a great chance to show what he can do. Um, somebody posted something today. They said, what does Haskins have to do for you to believe in him this season? And I just you know, I was like, you know, 350 yards passing, five touchdowns, but I was just joking. Uh, so what does Haskins have to do this season for you? Well, the rest of these uh, uh, games. Matter of fact, one of the fans asked this question. We're going to go ahead and just since we're already on this topic, he said, if Alex Smith, I mean, if Alex Smith is for some reason out. Right. And Dwayne Haskins plays these last three games and wins out. He was asking, is that enough for the Washington football team not to draft the quarterback in this draft? What's your take on that? Woo. So the <laughs> position that we're in right now, the position that we're in, everything that's played out, mm -hmm. I honestly feel for the first we we get the best player that's on the draft. Maybe exactly. for, the, for, for the first round, mm -hmm. we get the best player despite okay. what I mean, what's going on now. Because, I mean, we're right. winning out. So if it's not in the situation to where we get a, uh, we're sitting top five to 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 actually pull the trigger and right. get a long term, I think we get the best player out there. Um, okay. And 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 see what we make. But it, it but if it's a situation, like I said Dwayne Haskins is still young. Right. I mean, you know, you drafted him last year. He had he has some potential. Exactly. You know, he has some potential. So see what plays out with him. Right. And I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, like you, you pay that first round price to get this guy. You might as well see what you have in Dwayne Haskins before you just kind of give up on him. So um, we're going to get into free agency and draft towards the end of the show. Cause I got some more questions that I need, uh, you know, your take on. So, Absolutely. so the biggest news today was we lost to Shazer Everett, man. He's going on the IR and, you know, with the rule, you know, you can, you know, miss three games and come back. I don't think this is this is a, a situation where DeShazer Everett is coming back. I just think that he's done for the season. Um, I saw the reports that he was on IR. So the fourth safety for us this week is going to be a guy by the name of Cole Luke. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. <laughs> what I heard of this guy was, I didn't even look. I did not want to bother researching this guy, but what I do know is somebody said he went to uh, he went to um, what's that school? Indy, and they have great culture out there, all this good stuff. And he was a Ron Rivera guy. <laughs> you know, he played on the Panthers in some capacity, whether it was a practice squad or whatever. But he was with the organization, so okay. Ron Rivera knows him, 
And okay. I've come to the point to where I don't doubt Ron Rivera anymore. You look at the moves that he's made. Yeah. <laughs> we were pissed off at J.D. McKissick and Logan Thomas and, man, and, uh, and uh, Darby. Those are some of the best pickups in all of free agency this year. And the price that we paid. Great pickups. <laughs> great pickups. Really cool. So, when you know, when I'm seeing guys like Cole Luke, another Ron Rivera guy, you know, people have that thing saying, oh, he's getting all the ex-Panthers and whatever. I don't care. If they're winners and if they're hungry, you know, I'm all for it. But a question that I have for you was, okay, so with us being so thin at safety right now, that means that Troy Acby is the safety three right now and Cole Lucas safety four. So if Cam Carl has to rest or if uh, Reeves has to rest, that means Acby's coming in. So with that being said, I think that we should bring somebody in. But look at the options. Look at the big name options that are available. You got uh, Eric Reed, right? He had all the um, hype when he played with Ron Rivera, you know, with the whole thing that happened with Kaepernick. And then he, he comes and he plays well. And we gave him a practice squad position this year so he can work his way up and then – he felt disrespected, so he disrespected us. That's how I. That's how I see it. You, you're saying you're not good enough. You know, you're a. What are you? I mean, what are you thinking? Are you a Hall of Fame type player? Are you a Pro Bowl? Are you, I mean, I mean, what are you? You know, yeah. um, and, and, and you got a little bit of you know uh, wear and tear and tread, you know, on the wheels. So exactly, you know, it's not as if you're going. You know, you're like a, a super caliber player, like you you somewhat once was when you first got into the right. Play. So you know, you gotta kind of know know where to kind of. Exactly. I think he messed up there. Uh, it's looking like he's going to miss the rest of the season. But somebody was saying, you know, bring him back in. Uh, and then the, the, the same guy, somebody else responded, said, man, it's all about respect. Man, he disrespected us and he doesn't want Eric Reed. I'm like, look, I'll take whoever is going to help us win. You know what I'm saying? Whoever is going to help us get into the playoffs because we need this playoff. Uh, then you have Earl Thomas. He's out here. Then you have Eric Berry. I just threw him out there. I, I know. You can't play two strong safeties, but look at this point, I'll take playing two strong safeties over playing Acby at yeah. free. Well, if that's the case, and and if we can we can get some help, I mean we're gonna need some help because there's no yeah. way we can go with these last three games with Troy Acky. <laughs> no okay, there are teams that literally put Troy Acky and they just X him right oh, yeah. on on the list because they mm -hmm. already know that he's not gonna cover anybody and exactly. he's not gonna tackle anybody. Exactly. So, there's no way that we can go into this situation with with Troy right. Apke as just the third. Mm -hmm. we, we need some safety help. So if we can get, you know, we can get an Earl Thomas. Right. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> you know. So everybody's like, "Oh, the big names. Look, these guys will come dirt cheap right now. It's three games left. So the money that you're paying out is already prorated. It's not going to be like some crazy amount of money. These guys definitely want to help." We are a contender in terms of playoffs, so why not come help us, put us over the top to then get into the playoffs and see what happens. You know, when you get to the playoffs, it's one game. And exactly. based on the matchups, anything can happen. So what I was thinking was, why can't we put Jimmy Moreland at the free safety spot? Is it that he's too small? Like, what do you think about that? Uh, I think he's more suited at that slot position. Mm -hmm. I think especially when you're playing – Offense now and you know high powered offenses that mm -hmm. you know, we have four or five receivers. Mainly that slot receiver is always this kind of shifty one and mm -hmm. kind of quick one. 
I think he's more so suitable to kind of maintain that position because he's right. kind of shit himself and mm-hmm. um, safety more so. And then, I mean, not to say that, you know, because of his stature that, you know, right. maybe, but at, mainly at free safety, I would think you would want to have someone who's maybe six, six, one, a little bit, That's you know, That's especially true. Playing, you know, those cover two positions or right. defense that we play, you know, we don't, we don't want to typically get, typically get beat deep. So, right. And I think, like I guess I, I think, I think he's more suitable at, 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 at the, at the, the, mm-hmm. the, third corner position to right. where you know we need that help at the slot and he's been playing he's been playing lights out right um, when it comes to that third that you know that nickel back position mm-hmm. and the only reason why i suggest this is because knocking on wood man if something happens to reeves and it's between cole luke and acme acme probably comes in and you know and you know what it is man look you know I, I, <laughs> i'm so i'm because I was kind of big on Apke because I'm not going to lie, the, the fan and be saw the 4-3 when he came out of Penn State. And I was like, right. oh, all right, well, you know, he, he can he can, he can he can he can boogie a little bit on the field. He can run, run. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but then when you see him getting just torched and, like, literally it's, it's – I mean, if that's the case and, and if Ron, you know, Rivera went and got that guy, Luke, Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's see what let's see what Luke can do. What's the worst that can happen, right? Let's see what Luke can do, man. I mean, hey. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, man, on these injury uh, reports, man, um, I was looking at some reports and, you know, Alex Smith, even though he's not practicing, there's still a scenario where Alex Smith can still play mm-hmm. uh, this week. Um, so, just because he's not practicing does not mean that he won't play. Um, what they're doing is they're working with him on the side. And from what I've seen is they're trying to get his, uh, like, his conditioning up. His, you know, like, you know, maybe he's, like, on the bikes or whatever. But in terms of, like, running routes or, I mean, not running routes, but, you know, you know, yeah. dropping back and making throws and things of that nature. He's not doing that from what I see in the report. So, um, also, uh, Antonio Gibson, he was a guy that was having a heck of a season. And, um, man, how good has Antonio Gibson been? Let me let you talk about Antonio Gibson for a little minute. Hey, man. <laughs> Antonio Gibson's been he's been he's been great man he's been stellar and I, I'm gonna say man one of one of my buddies from uh, the other uh, 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 my, my brother's name <laughs> hey man he he told me he told me about Antonio Gibson a while back yeah I, I would ask him like man who is this guy and he was like man right. he's he's a, he 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 can he can get down on the field he does his thing and he's been nothing you know nothing less of that he's he. Mm-hmm. he he has double did double digit touchdown. He has eleven touchdowns. I think he's like a hundred yard, hundred and something yards shy of breaking a thousand. Right. Um, I mean, you know, at first, just like you were saying earlier, we, we looked at Ron Rivera at times, and we was just scratching our head like. Oh, it's a question because when you look at when you look at Antonio Gibson coming into the draft, right? He was listed as a wide receiver. Okay, so look, I needed a wide receiver. Out of this draft in the for that third round pick, I wanted a wide receiver. Okay, we already had running backs, so I wasn't really looking to run at the time. We had Darius Geis and Bryce Love and all these guys, and Adrian Peterson, thousand yard back, almost another thousand yards the next season. So I'm like, Man, we good. So when we draft this guy, they say he's a wide receiver slash running back. I was scratching my head because I just wanted a receiver. I wanted Brian Edwards. It was definitely, you know, it was definitely guys out there that I wanted yeah. that were still available. I don't know if Edwards went, but either way, um, 
we draft this guy. And the first thing that I could do before I judge was to go look at the highlights. I look at the highlights. I see home run hitter. I felt that he would be in a slide or outside. I don't know where we was going to put him. I just saw, I, I was just thinking weapon, home run hitter, can't hurt, right? Then the whole thing happens with Geis, and then now Gibson is in there. And I'm like, man, you know that Gibson right now has 11 touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> 11 touchdowns. And had he kept playing, had he not missed a game um, last week, I was saying that he needed 71 yards a game to, you know, hit that 1,000 yards. And I had him at 15 touchdowns. And, you know, whatever else he does on the receiving end is a bonus. But yeah. let me read this report real quick. I mean, they said that, you know, you know, Gibson, he's not practicing right now. Um, that, you know, the coach is saying that he's making very good progress. Um, but, you know, not practicing two days in a row, Friday is the big practice day. You know, if you get a DNP on that Friday, you're most likely not going to play. They can put you questionable all you want. If you don't practice for three, two, two or three days straight, especially that Friday, that deciding factor. So it's looking like, okay, no Antonio Gibson. We may or may not have Alex Smith, but Dwayne Haskins is taking, you know, all the first-team reps right now, okay? Um, so moving on, we got some questions from the fans. And since we're still on the injuries and everything, um, a guy was talking to me. Uh, he was, you know, he was, he was asking about, you know, Jeremy Reeves. Mm -hmm. He's saying, how do you think Jeremy Reeves fits in with – Cam Curl. So what do you think of that pairing right there? Uh it's a I mean, honestly, it was an unexpected pairing with them two. Right. I mean, no one saw Cam Curl come out and <laughs> Absolutely. play a amazing how he's playing. Like, I mean, no, nobody saw amazing. it. That's that's just yeah. That's, that's first round talent. That's first yeah, round talent. Definitely first round talent. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Reeves. I honestly like him. I honestly think yeah. that you know he he comes in. Um, I mean, he's a, also a special teams player. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think he comes in and I think he 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 plays coverage well. Um, mm -hmm. I think well, he, he does. Up, you know, I think he yeah. come up makes tackles. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, these last three right. games. I mean, you know, we right. we times where we didn't really ask him to come in much and mm -hmm. do a lot. He came in and played well. He came. I remember he was on the team last year as well. Right. Um, so he's knowledgeable of the, the, you know, I guess he's been around. Yeah, been around. He's been around the okay. organization, so he knows somewhat of the defense and and how things are structured. Right. Um, but like I said, I, I like him over Troy Aki. Oh yeah, I most mean, definitely, like, man. You know, I mean, I'm I like sorry, I don't, I don't mean to like jump on Troy Aki like that, but I'm just saying, I with Jeremy Reeves, I, I them two together, I, I feel a, little, a lot more comfortable. Look, Quan, I will take you at free safety before I take Troy Aki. <laughs> And I've never seen you play free safety. I, I mean, I'm just saying. But uh, the difference between, for, for me, the difference between Jeremy Reeves and uh, Everett, Everett, you know, Reeves is a better safety in coverage. Everett can cover a little bit, but he's like that hard-hitting guy. So him and Cam Carl, hey, these two guys were hitting, man. And I think, you know, I think the hard-hitting is probably what took him out. I mean, he's just a hard-hitter. Uh, but Reeves, Reeves can cover, man. I like Reeves a lot, and I'm grateful that we were able to have Reeves, man. And Ron Rivera, one thing that Ron Rivera said when Eric Reed came, Eric Reed just wanted to be promoted into playing safety. And I was uh, talking with uh, J.P. Finley. He's one of the top Redskins uh, reporters out there, well, Washington football reporters out there. And 
And, um, you know, he was like, you know, well, if Eric Reed is here, you know, it's just a rotation of safety. You know, he was kind of pretty much saying that people are interchangeable. And I get it. Safeties are interchangeable. But some play strong better than, than free. Some play free better than strong. But I like uh, Reeves definitely as a free safety. And Kim Carl has been doing very, very good as a strong safety. Because, number one, he's very smart. He takes good angles. And he's a tackling machine. He just doesn't miss tackles. He doesn't miss tackles. And you look at him, he's not no – big or bulky guy like you compare Landon Collins and Curl two different body types Curl is like a bigger guy 6'2 who played some corner at Arkansas State and now you bring him here to play strong safety with some corner skills yeah that's we haven't had in a long time man. <laughs> that is sick man like when he took that when he took that uh took that touch I mean that uh that uh pick six all the way yeah. I was like I was thinking to myself, man, I was like, when was the last time we had a pick six? But then I forgot that uh, Montez Sweat had a pick six the week before. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, mean, but still, it's different. It's different, yeah. But it just, it just goes to, 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 I guess, players, you know, um, that, that know how to play the game, that are sound, that are focused. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I mean, you could look at him and tell even in that play, like he broke. Right. He broke on that play. Like, I mean, he was already in the flat zone. <laughs> I mean, he. Uh, I mean, he. He broke on that play. I mean, he saw the eye. He, I mean, he, he was gone. He was gone. It, it was. He was know, gone. I mean, it was. Now, a, it was a great defensive play. Let me ask you this: This is a yes or no. Do you agree with this statement? Cam Carl is what we hoped that Monte Mickelson was supposed to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, we put that guy in the fourth round. Which is cool. I mean, we took Acme in the fourth round too, or fifth, or whatever. But you get this guy, Mickelson, and he had all the physicality, all this, you know, he had the speed, like that one uh, preseason game where he got that tip interception and took it to the house. You know, those are things we wanted to see in the regular season that we never really could see. He was decent in coverage. I'm not going to lie. He broke up a lot of passes and he was a hard hitting safety. But Cam Carl, man, Cam Carl in the seventh round. Ron Rivera said the reason why Cam Carl went in the seventh round was because he didn't have a pro day. So whoever is doing our scouting, they need it. I mean, they need a promotion. And that's Kyle Smith. He needs to become the GM, like quit playing around with this. Teams are taking notice. <laughs> Don't be surprised if somebody comes calling with a nice offer sheet and he's, and he's gone, you know, this guy has been doing our draft for how many years now? I mean, we we well, we got to have that. We got to have players. We got to have young players that can come in, that can you know, that we can utilize from the depth chart, and right. that I mean, that a sound that can that can play different positions, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that that know how to orchestrate. I mean, wins that know how to right. come out and do what they need to do. Um, it's a total different mindset. You could tell. You could tell. Right. You know, just from scouting players. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yo, I mean, when you scout someone young like that to come in and to actually do that, man, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, it's, it's great, man. That's it's amazing, great. man. You know, he's been starting. He's been starting for half the season, right? I don't know how many games now. I've lost track. Let's say six or seven games. I'm not sure. But do you know that Cam Carl is second in tackles on the team? Next to John Boston. Second. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's just amazing. That means like he's tackling everything. You know, you might gain some yards here and there, but you're not about to run past him. If if he connects with you, 
<laughs> he has to have one of the highest tackle rates. Like, I mean, percentage. Like, he does not miss tackles, man. I saw him against Philly when he was coming up. I mean, he was coming up on the line. I mean, just headhunting. Yeah. It's like, yo, you see number 31 just flying everywhere. I'm like, yo, with the dreads. I'm like, yo, who? Who is this? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yo, Curl. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. And you know what's funny? At that point, people were willing to let Curl play free safety, even though he's not the best coverage uh, safety, but they were willing to let him play alongside Landon Collins. Speaking of Landon Collins, what happens next year? Cam Carl, Landon Collins, they play the same position. What do you do? I think you move Landon to free. Yeah. I think you yeah. move Landon to free. I think that was his position at Alabama. He played pretty well at free. I think mm-hmm. he's versatile. Um, I, you know, I, I do think a lot was played on him. I think a, I think a lot was put on him when mm-hmm. he had to play safety. You know, he had to also yeah. cover, but he also had to roam. He right. also had to be in the box, eight men in the box. So that's a lot, you know. Right. But when you're playing free safety, all you pretty much have to do is just back up, make sure nothing's in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure right. nothing goes in back of you. Yeah, behind um, you, yeah. You know, behind you and, you know, come up and make your tackles and, you know, give help with right. particular comments on schemes. Right. Um, but I, I think he's a pro. I, I think yeah. he can do it. You know, um, he, well, we have we have what, five more years, right? I think five more mm-hmm. years on this, on this contract. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, um, after a while, maybe like the last two years of his deal become, um, what do you call it, expendable. I'm not sure yeah. how much of that $90 million was guaranteed. I know it was a six-year deal. Um, this year was his year two, right? Yeah, we'll say his year two. Yeah, so yeah, going yeah. So four years left. Um, let's say that two of the last two years are what I like to call funny money. I think $60 million was guaranteed. So probably after year four, you can move them. You know, so, I mean, look. There's a scenario where you can call around and see what you can get for this guy. You know, if, I mean, if the third round pick, fourth round pick to get rid of the contract and then have money open up to go after more guys. So, you know, I like Landon Collins. He didn't play well this season, but I still believe in Landon Collins. I mean, we know what Landon Collins is, you know, capable of. Oh, he can and, do, he can, I think he can do it. I think, you know, I still think he has, you know, a lot left in him. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, all them boys from from Alabama, I think he fits. I think he fits. I think he fits well. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, well. you know, but but also too, I I can see, I can see us making that. I can see us making that trade down the line. You know, right. or, or doing something to you know to where we, we may have to like open up right. the caps. But you know, right from from a from a from a physical standpoint. Right, because um, you know eventually we got to start paying people. We got to yeah. pay Terry in two years. Jonathan Allen's on the fifth year option, and you know. Then you got to pay, you know, guys like uh, Payne and Sweat Young. I mean, I, look, I want to keep this front four together yeah. as long as possible. And don't forget, big man Idonis, he, he's out. When he comes back and you add him to this defense, yeah. and you got guys like Tim Settle. So our defensive line is definitely the biggest strength that we have. And – you know, I had this uh, pod episode with uh, with um, one of my guys, and he was talking about, well, if we have to trade somebody, you know, it, it'll be either a guy like Tim Settle or Matt Idonis because those two guys are backups, but they're starters anywhere else. So let's say, like, you needed a, a wide receiver or offensive line. That's a trade that you can make. But to be honest, I want to keep as much depth as possible, especially if it's not hurting our pockets. You know, when the contract, when it's time for contracts, we'll figure it out. Like when it comes time to pay Allen or pay 
uh, uh, pain and you got settled. I think settle is up because settle came in with one of those guys. So it's like it's a good situation to be in. Yeah, it's, 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 you know the defense has good have good problems. Like settles coming off what five sacks, six sacks, five sacks, man, five sacks off the bench, off the bench. Kerrigan five point five sacks off, off the, the bench. bench. You, you got two guys. Like, <laughs> coming off the bench for ten point five sacks. Are you serious? I know, man. Like so, it, it's it's something <laughs> it's something good to have. You know, you can say you got to think about it long term. Like what you're gonna do with them. Right. Um, initially, man, and like I said, you just don't see it. Like you, you, right. you don't foresee. It. Like you didn't see. I didn't foresee. I mean, I knew I nice was good coming out of Temple. Right. Uh, but oh, I mean, man. just the way they they play, man. I mean, it, that's it's a just, money it's pick, man. Yeah, that's a money yeah. pick. And you know, like him, Carl. Like I said, the guy that's been drafting for us, man, the last few years, he's been doing his thing. You got to promote this guy to GM and let him like give him the keys. Give him the keys to the city, man. Give him the keys to the city. Um. I believe I've been saying this since I started this podcast. I've been saying that the Washington football team has a Super Bowl window starting next year. That's just how I felt about it. Matter of fact, before the season started, I looked at, at this season as a season to where we get six wins, max six wins, a year to you know build, right? A year to see what we have. But then a lot changed when the NFC East became so weak. Ron Rivera bench tasking so early. I didn't like it. A lot of people didn't like it. But then, it, I mean, Ron Rivera has seen what he wanted to see out of Haskins at that to that point. You know, he gave him a test. It was a test that he gave him. I think it was versus the Ravens. It was fourth and goal, and they were like at the 10 or 15-yard line. Mm-hmm. And the test was, is Haskins going to throw the ball into the end zone? That's the only play. When it's fourth and goal. And you're going for it. The only play is to throw the ball into the end zone, right? If you're going to throw the ball, no, yeah, because it's fourth game. I mean, there's nothing else you got. There's nothing else. So even if you throw an interception, he wants you to throw the interception because at the end of the day, it's possibly a touchback. So you know what this guy did? He checked it down. Ron Rivera said, "You know what? After that, he's like, look, Kyle, Kyle Allen, come on." So he's giving Haskins ample time to see if. He's learning because they're going through all these things in practice. So it's like he's going to teach you, and then he's going to test you. He's going to teach you, and he's going to test you. That's what any good teacher does. So, you know, moving forward, man, we got a lot of, a lot of decisions uh, uh, to make, but kind of wanted to get into uh, these matchups, man. We're playing Russell Wilson, one of the GOATs, one of the best to ever do this thing, and it's crazy that we had a shot to get Russell Wilson. We got RG3. I'm not mad with the RG3 thing, but if we knew that there was a guy <laughs> out there as good as RG3 was coming in that we didn't even know about in Russell Wilson, people knew. But I think the problem was, is he big enough? Is he fast enough? Can he see over the line? But guys like Doug Flutie and guys like Drew Brees have paved the way for guys like Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson versus this Washington football pass rush. Talk to me about that. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's going to be a test for him. Um, I mean, he's playing lights out. He's play, he has an MVP season. His touchdown ratio is 36 to 12. So, I mean, right. he, he, I mean, year by year, Russell Wilson just improves mm-hmm. and he gets better. Um, like wine, dog. He's just, I mean, he's just, <laughs> he, 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 you know, he, He's a connoisseur of the game, man. He, right. you know, he studies. He, 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 you know, he does everything he needs to do to be a, a all pro. So, mm-hmm. um, but that does not negate the fact that he's going to have a test against him because he's right. going to have our, our front 
uh, our front five set seven. He's gonna have them boys coming at him. Yeah, and it, it's gonna be a test. Um, right. right now, um, which is amazing. Um, this shout out to the coaching staff. You know, we're seventh in defense mm-hmm. overall. Uh, right. We're, we're fifth uh, in passing, and I would say mm-hmm. we're fourteenth uh, in in rushing. Yep. Um, that's a drastic change from last year to oh, this yeah. year. Um, and for two, he's coming to us. So, right. Um, despite the fact I know everything is going on with you know the the you know the the, the virus, um, I mean having to make that transition from the West Coast to the East Coast, it's going to still have some effect on you. That's um, true. You know, so it's it's going to be a good matchup. And also, you also can't forget um, if you're a skins fan, you we don't like Seattle. You know, we don't. We don't. We do not like Seattle. I I I still remember uh, that game. Uh, actually, the year that Sean Taylor passed and. They knocked mm. us out the playoffs. Yeah, um, it, you know. So in every time they play us, man, we they always. So we don't we don't like them. They don't right. like us. It's it, it's going to be a good matchup. Hey, Quan, let me ask you this: Do you remember the year that RG three got hurt? Wasn't it against Seattle? It was against Seattle. Playing, see, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, it was against Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore okay. actually um gave him the ACL the ACL tear. Um, but then but he, he played. Also, but he did get hurt. He did play against Seattle, and he did get hurt against Seattle. Exactly, yes, the stupid coach kept him in there, but yeah, Seattle. Man, we just don't like Seattle, period. Man, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, like Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> I hope we uh, I hope we beat them down. Um, my thing is when we play mobile quarterbacks, mm-hmm. we tend to struggle a little bit. Like, I look back to the game versus the Baltimore Ravens. Granted, we didn't have Chase Young, Chase Young is like the extra icing on the cake, Chase Young is like what makes the defense go even to a whole nother level. You know, without Chase Young, I think we played decent, but it seemed like these mobile quarterbacks, also Kyler Murray, when you look at the game versus Arizona, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson gave us fits. Now, I understand that Russell Wilson is a pass-first, run-second kind of guy. You know, he can run, but he's not a running quarterback. He's He's a quarterback that runs when he needs to. So my whole thing is, if we are, you know, sending pressure, especially from the outside, from the, you know, Chase Young and and um, and Montez Sweat. My fear is Russell Wilson up the middle. You know what I'm saying? That, I think that's one of, like, the scariest matchups for me is Russell Wilson versus our two guys in the middle. You know, if we can get pressure from Payne and Allen up the middle, if, 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 if we are destroying – their guards and centers, then I think like he is going to be in trouble because if he tries to run outside and Chase is chasing after him or Montez is chasing after, I have no problems. But when he goes up the middle for a scramble, I think that's where we might see some issues, especially with uh, KPL um, having a toe injury or something like that. So I don't know if, if he's going to be available. And then it's like if KP, if 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 uh, KPL doesn't play. Then we're kind of thin at the linebacking position. Now you're going to depend on a lot of Holcomb and Bostic, which is not bad. You know, Bostic is going to try to kill a quarterback. You know, you 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 like the nastiness out of Bostic. You know, yeah, you know, he took some guys out. I think I don't know if he was involved on the Burrow play, but definitely that Andy Dalton hit that was nasty. Uh, it was it was it was bad. But at least you have somebody who is showing passion. And wanting to get after the quarterback and hit somebody. So yeah. on that side of it, I'm glad that he's doing that. But on the other side, I don't want him hurting anybody. But um, 
we're definitely going to need need the linebackers to step up, man. Talk to me a little bit about the linebackers uh, versus Russell Wilson this week. Um, I mean, just like you said, um, well, look, it's hard to hit Russell Wilson. Um, it is. Um, it is really is. But uh, I saw him catch a hit this this year. I want to say it was against maybe Carolina. Mm-hmm. That I think maybe took maybe like two years off of his NFL life. Um, and it was it was it was brutal. <laughs> but um, I forgot what the team that was. But I mean, it's it's gonna be hard to hit him. And yeah. you know, if if we can if we can stay on him, man, you know. We can, we can, we can. I think we can maybe somewhat contain him within the box, so he's not running around so much. Now, I'm not going to say that he's not going to do his thing when it comes to passing, um, right? But I don't think anybody, any quarterback, would want to run in that middle with John Boston running around. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think, I think Payne, I think Payne neutralizes and he helps out, with right? That, with that big gap, especially. Yeah. Um, I think he comes in, and I, I think they do work in that middle. So yeah, we. And I think that's. I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's going to be one of the keys of the game. Yeah, it is. Allen and Payne got to control that middle. If they can bring pressure up the middle, it's just going to like it bodes well for us. That means Chris Carson is down. That means that you know Russell is forced to come out the pocket. And if he comes out the pocket, I don't want to sound cocky, man. I am so confident in Chase. If he rolls one way or the other way, you got Chase and Montez. You throw it, they can jump, bat the ball down. They can jump, grab the ball. They're just so big and versatile being 6'6 six, six in speed. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be easy to catch them, but, yeah, go ahead and roll out to where Chase Young is. Go ahead and roll out to where Montez is and, and, and see if you like it. Uh, my question is, over and, uh, over under, Washington football team, four sacks versus Seattle. <laughs> Gut tells me over, over, same. I say same. I say over. You say over. Okay, yeah. I say over. I say about five. I say about. Yeah, I say about five. I say. I give about. I give about. I give about. I give about six. Six is great. Six is good. That's good. This is really good. Let me tell you something. If we get six, we win. We win. (laughs) Look, I've done some math, and when we played. Uh, the Eagles, man. We got that man eight times. We won that game. I think another time we played either Dallas or one of these teams, and we got six. I think it was like Dallas. I want to. I want to say Dallas, and we got six, and we won. So it seems like six is the magic number. If we get six sacks, it's almost a lot to win the game. Yeah, because these six sacks are going to be game changing. It's going to be situations where now it's, a, it's now a third and long, or it might come on a third down play to where you you know. You sack the guy, and then if you don't sack the guy, the quarterback pressures that Chase Young and Montez Sweat are bringing consistently in the QB yeah. hits. Woo. Exactly. And, you, and as a quarterback, Woo. you're always going to have that in the back of your mind. Where is Chase Young? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Long as you have that in the back of your mind, like where is Montez and Chase? Exactly. You're always going to be rattled. And then, when that, and then when that happens, you know, it's uh interception. It's a fumble. So with Russell Wilson being so smart, he's not going to throw picks. But where you can get him is if you come from behind and strip that ball, you can make him fumble if you can get to him. But the thing is, he's not going to throw a lot of interceptions, which leads us to our next matchup, which is the Seattle Seahawks wide receivers versus our corners. DK Metcalf is, <laughs> I think he's number two in yards or, you know, in terms of wide receivers. 
Travis Kelsey leads the entire league in yards, but in terms of wide receivers, I believe DK Metcalf is number two and Terry McLaurin is number 10. Talk to me about the 2019 draft and we get a, 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 a Terry McLaurin in the 70s and, you know, Seahawks get a, a DK Metcalf in the 50s, late 50s. Can you believe that two of the guys that were taken later on are better than, than guys like Hollywood Brown. They're better than guys like Paris Campbell, Nikhil Harry. I mean, I think Debo Samuels went earlier too. So talk to me about what these two wide receivers mean to the NFL and what they're doing in their in their second years. Well, I mean, they're making I mean they're making drastic jumps. Um DK he, he kind of had more of the hype coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with um his, I mean, freakish size, uh, his speed, his hands. I mean, he's just, he's just amazing. Terry McLaurin's draft. I mean, Terry McLaurin's uh, journey was a little bit different. You know, he, yeah. uh, he came on as a walk-on. I want to say from Ohio State, mm-hmm. um, and he was actually cut. And Urban Meyer told him to actually go back and to work a little bit harder, catch some, you know, footballs. Um, you know, get your speed up a little bit and come back. And he actually came back, and he was one of the top players on that team with Dwayne Haskins and Paris Campbell. Um, so, I mean, you know, no one foresaw, well, I'm not going to say nobody. I, I'm not going to toot my own home. I, 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 I kind of had a feeling, man, uh, that Terry McLaurin was going to be something special. Just didn't know who was going to draft him. But when we actually drafted him, I, I was amazed. I was amazed. And I knew right. he was going to be something special um, coming right. out of Ohio State. Um, but, I mean, DK, uh, I mean, just, he's just the epitome of a wide receiver i mean right athletic uh i mean can jump out the gym i mean can right. run like a deer and <clears throat> i mean he he has the best one of the best hands in the league um, mm-hmm. so i mean that just goes to show you man and, and i mean these these guys are, are only what 23 24 right um second year out, out, out of out of college um so i mean it just it just show goes to show you that you know what needs to be done from for your other young receivers to come out right um, college um, and you know to actually be put on the mat right and you know what what's so funny was during the draft i had a list of like up to 10 wide receivers and i had terry mclaurin out there i had aj brown he was my favorite coming out the draft because of his route running but i didn't really too much know about terry mclaurin but i had him on my list because everybody kept talking about him as a you know a guy that has upside and this and that and the coach in dc i'm not going to mention his name because he's not i mean he's not worth mentioning but he drafted terry to be a special teams guy to be a guy who can play gunner to be a guy who's going to contribute as a special teamer okay we went into that year thinking that paul uh richardson and uh Doxon were going to be the guys including uh uh trey quinn those are supposed to be the wide receivers and <laughs> Terry McLaurin was an afterthought, man. Nobody was even thinking about Terry McLaurin. But the funny thing was, I was in a 20-man fantasy league, 20-man fantasy league. So I took a whole bunch of running backs. It was a standard league, and I drafted Terry McLaurin on my team towards the end of the draft. Nobody knew him. I said, look, I took Paul Richardson. I took him. I said, somebody on Washington has to catch the ball. But to cut a long story short, Ended up winning that league because Terry just blew up, and I ended up picking up Steve Sims. Steve Sims played well the last four games of the year. 
when I was putting my list together for the wide receivers, I, I to be honest, I thought that Kelvin Harmon was going to have more upside than Terry. You know why? Because you go, you look at the tapes, and, and, and you like you get fixated on stats. Kelvin Harmon, you know, had two years of a thousand yards and had some touchdowns. You know, he's not a speedster, but he's a guy that's big, strong. He he can, you know, a point of attack on the ball, 50-50 balls and stuff like that. I did not think, I didn't even know that Terry had this kind of talent. And it's so funny because us as fans, we say this and say that. We got to let the GMs be the GMs. We got to let the guys in the front office do what they do. You know, there's a reason why we're fans and there's a reason why they get paid bucks. Fans can have their opinions, but it's like it's almost one of those things like kind of let things play out. You know, just like Antonio Gibson. Everybody was pissed. I was I was I won't say that I was pissed. I wanted a wide receiver, but I just go back and look at the tape. I just go back and do my own little research and try to see how this guy that we're bringing in is going to fit into what we're doing. Cam Carl. I remember we we wanted a tight end at, in the seventh round. There were some tight ends out there that we that the fans wanted, and then when they took Cam Carl, everybody laughed at that pick. Uh, when we took Khalid Hudson, who hasn't done anything this season, but I think he'll have a chance to you know do more next season. So it's like sometimes when you got to let these coaches do what they do, like they see better than what we can see. So. I mean, it's amazing that these two wide receivers uh, uh, fell in the draft for one reason or the other. For uh, for DK, it was they were saying, you know, he can't run but three routes on the route tree. Terry McLaurin, you know, um, is he big enough? Is you know his hand? I mean, the kind of excuses that people made for these guys because you know Terry played, a, you know, he's you know he's like a little older than most wide receivers. They're looking at the age and oh, he played special teams. Ohio State, they didn't really feature him like they did Paris Campbell. Like Paris Campbell went before Terry. And Paris Campbell is a good player, but he's nothing compared to who we're seeing now. So sometimes the system, where you go, and uh so it's just pretty awesome to see these two guys. And you know, Terry's been hearing a lot of stuff. You know, Terry's a guy. Matter of fact, I have a couple of Terry quotes. I have a couple of Terry quotes that I want to read. Because yeah, yeah, I love him, man. Cause you know he is a leader. I'm glad that he got the C on his chest now. Um, he's so mature for his age. I think he's 25, but he's so mature for his age. In his second year, already being a leader and leads by example. So plenty will think that this game is between Terry and DK. Who's better? Like that's that's the battle on Twitter all the time. Who's better? Who's a better wide receiver? Well, I'm like, look, Terry's playing with these quarterbacks over here. Terrible quarterback play. One is playing with a future Hall of Famer, so go figure, right? Yes. But, but Terry said, I do not put emphasis on stats, okay? He says that he puts more emphasis on how he can impact the team, kind of like when he had that chase down, uh, interception, saving pick six, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, he was talking about, you know, about going for 1,000 yards, getting that 1,000 yards. He says that he's never – done anything like this in, in, in his career playing football. He said, well, you know what? It felt good. But he, but he also said it felt better to win. Okay. He says, this is the first time in my career that I've done anything like this. Um, but now we are on a win streak. So when you hear this guy talk, man, he's always talking about winning. He's always talking about the plays that he needs to make. You know, he's a guy that if he has to block, he's going to block. If he has to run the route to get somebody else open, he's going to do it. And I believe him when he says that it's not all about stats because if there's some other kind of receivers with 
with the kind of talent that Terry has, he's calling for the ball. He, he's like mad at Alex Smith or whoever, like, yo, I need to be getting about 10 to 15 targets a game. He doesn't do any of that. So um, even though that this is a matchup between two of the better wide receivers drafted in 2019, I see it as Terry's going to do whatever he needs to do to help the team win. Got anything to add about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Terry's going to get off. I think he's going to do his thing. You know, this this defense, uh, this Seattle defense isn't the defense. The least yeah, so, very, so, very, very uh, good defense. Uh, you know, they have some some kinks in their armor, defensive-wise, right. especially when it comes right. to the secondary. So it, 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 it's, it can be done, just as if, like, people feel as if that DK is going to just manhandle our, our secondary. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing – it goes both ways. Right, it's go both ways. You know, Terry, Terry's gonna get his, gonna get his, his yards, and he's gonna do his thing. And um, absolutely, you know, I mean, they're, they're two great, two great players. Um, I don't put anything, I don't put anything past, past yeah. Terry, Terry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you just can't doubt him. He's he's quarterback proof. He can play with any quarterback. He's showing that some of these top, some of these top tier wide receivers, you change quarterbacks and look at the play. Look at Michael Thomas. You know, yeah, he's playing better recently now with Taysom Hill, but at first it was kind of like, eh, you know, you used to catch a passage from Drew Brees and then you go from Brees to Taysom Hill. So uh, that's pretty interesting right there. Um, now, when you talk about Seattle's defense, man, to me, their secondary has given up a lot of yards to wide receivers and tight ends this season. But a guy that I never really think about is Jamal Adams. I forgot Jamal Adams was on the team. I mean, he missed, I think, a couple games, two or three games. Now he's back. Mm -hmm. He can be the one guy that changes the entire uh, game. Think about it. He leads safeties in terms of sacks, right? Mm -hmm. Just made made a record. That's a record. NFL record. uh, Most most sacks from a safety. Um, Mm -hmm. He just had the benchmark. So he's he's great. Yeah, he's He's great. great. And we forget, we forget, he is a game changer. And yes, they might not have the best pass rush. I think pass rush has been where these guys have struggled. But hey, man, he's a pass rusher himself. He's a pass rusher. If you need him to pass rush, he can do that. If you need him to cover, he can cover a little bit. You know what I'm saying? If you need him to guard a guy like Logan Thomas, he'll try to hold his own. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's definitely uh, um, intriguing right there. I think he's going to be key in this game. Now let's talk about the keys to the game. Give me, give me one of your keys to the game. One of my keys to the game is actually play hard defense. Um, make sure we don't get beat deep mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, continue to understand. Look, I mean, we don't have the super high powered offense. We don't. But we have offense that we can score point. We can score points, but we got a we got a tenacious defense. Right. So we need to just play our ball game, and we need to understand that every game is going to have its own personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, from the Seattle game for me, from the the 49ers game to the Seattle game, every 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 game is going to be different, right? So yeah. it's going to like. Going to be unique, so I like it. I like it. you said. Don't get beat deep. I mean, hey, you know, lock it, it. lock it in DK. Hey, they're known for going deep, and you know what? That's a good point you make. And the the only way that we cannot get beat deep is if we can apply some pressure to Russell Wilson. You can't give him 
three, four seconds to just sit there and just, you know, throw darts. See, and, and so that's the thing. So this is what we did for, for, for Pittsburgh. We, mm -hmm. we understood that Big Ben this year, he's getting the ball off, I want to say, 2.6, 2.8 yeah. seconds. So he's getting it off rapid fire. So mm -hmm. if, if we can do what we need to do and make sure that offense gets backed up and to mm -hmm. make sure that quarterback takes at least a second, mm -hmm. or a, you know, two seconds or whatever, or a second and a half to, to kind right. of react and to kind of think, then right. half the battle is already done. Just like sure. you said, we have, you know, we got Chase, you got Devontae Sweat roaming mm -hmm. on that, you know, on that, on that defense. And then right. you have Ron Payne pushing. And so, I mean, you know, as long as we can make sure that that quarterback isn't just settled and just sitting back there, just mm -hmm. picking us apart, it's going right. to be, it's, 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 it's going to be a, a good matchup for us. Right. Right. One of my keys to the game, like we mentioned earlier about the sacks, I, I mean, my biggest key is sack Russell Wilson, try to sack him or just apply pressure. Just apply pressure, get some QB hits. I think constant pressure. I'm going to say constant pressure. That's one of my keys to the game, constant pressure. Like if we get constant pressure on Russell Wilson, it just bodes well for us. Now let's try to get them into that kind of ugly type game that they had versus the Giants. Let's look at the tape versus the Giants and, and see what did the Giants do well to take these guys out the game. If we can do what they have done, that, I mean, that should bode well for us. And like you said, man, them making that, that flight, them coming – to to us that's a flight man i've done them flights before it, it's not cool like you wake up and then it's like a different times i mean <laughs> you're going like you get in that flight if you're leaving like at seven you're coming back like <laughs> 12 midnight in the morning of a whole nother day so trust me yeah that flight uh plus them coming here I think that bowls well for us, uh, but we definitely got to put constant pressure on Russell Wilson. That's my biggest key to the game. But um, we got a few more topics to, to uh, talk about before we wrap this thing up. One of the fans was asking, how do we feel about this signing? We just signed a new running back by the name of Lamar uh, Miller. And um, more so, he's an insurance policy. You know what I'm saying? He's more so a depth piece. Uh, Ron Rivera was saying that, you know, that they're very hopeful that Antonio Gibson will be ready soon. But at this point, you know, you want to sign somebody just in case, you know, he doesn't fully heal. And then really Lamar is going to be the number three guy. You know what I'm saying? He has to go through the COVID testing. So he won't be available this week, but he'll be available next week. So if Antonio Gibson is not available next week, then Lamar becomes the number three guy. But when he gets touches and opportunity, if he outplays Barber, guess what? It flips. You know what I'm saying? If he outplays JD in terms of running the ball, then it flips because JD's more of a third down back, anyways, even though he had a career high 68 yards rushing last week. Um, so what do you think of this signing of Lamar Miller? I mean, it's needed. I mean, we can't go in with that just only JD McKissick. Right. And you know, our scheme in the way we play, um, we need a shifty tight back that can kind of go between the tackles a little bit, especially mm -hmm. for shotguns. Um Kind of getting out flats, you know, right. um, you know, receivers that can be runners, runners that can actually chip block, um, you know, certain things that we, 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 you know, the little things that we need, um, right, for our offense. So, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a good signing. I mean, not really asking them to come in and you know have a thousand yards, but you're asking them to come in and to you know supplement the offense. Yeah, absolutely. Look, look, you know, we can't be out here. We can't be out here. You know. 
<laughs> being proud to just play Peyton Barber and McKissick as pure runners and, and be excited about that. I mean, Antonio Gibson just figured out how to be a pure runner. And then now, you know, you lose him. That's a big hit. That's like, yeah. that's like 65% of your offense right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, yeah, you know, and I'm always, <laughs> I'm, always, I'm, always, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a, you guy. So, you yeah. Know you know what I mean? Hurricane. So I'm always going to root for a guy that comes for you and plays. Now, I feel you. I feel you. I like Lamar Miller. I think it was a great pickup. I think he just needed an opportunity to perform. Um, you know, coming off that bad injury, he hasn't really just found the team that he fits with uh, this season. So that's why, you know, he hasn't really put up much numbers this year. But I still think that he has a lot left in the tank. And then he's not old. He's not an old back. Okay. So, I mean, that's good. Um, we definitely need all the pieces. Look, anybody who's a vet that's willing to help, I'm all for <laughs> adding help. Look, look, the best thing that can happen for us this season is that we make the playoffs. We got Seattle this week. We got Carolina, winnable game. And then we have the Eagles, which is a winnable game. Matter of fact, I want them to keep starting Jalen Hurts. We got, we're about to put a hurting on Jalen Hurts when we play these guys in week 17. So, yeah, they can keep playing Jalen Hurts if they want to. I don't think that Jalen Hurts is a Upgrade over Carson Wentz. We're going to talk about that when it's time to talk about that. Another question that came up was um, Antonio Gandy Golden. Um, one of the fans was asking, "Do you do you still see Antonio Gandy Golden having an impact this season after getting more reps today?" Now, here's what here's what Ron Rivera said about Antonio Gandy Golden today. He said that he's doing well. That the biggest thing is his conditioning. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's doing a good job running routes. Um, he's doing a good job on the scout team. And then he, and then he also said he made a play today that was impressive. So I'm like, I wonder what that play was. You know, I couldn't really find out what that play was, but uh, he says that he can't wait to see him back out there with three games left. He's been activated from the IR, but there's a 21 day window. So he has 21 days to suit up. And if he doesn't suit up before the 21 days is over, he goes back on the IR for the rest of the season. So I do think he suits up, but what do you see him doing? There's three games left. There's no guarantee that he's ready for the next game. And then even if he's available for the last game of the season, do you really see him playing meaningful snaps, doing anything <laughs> the rest of these few games? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think because, I mean, you have – you have McLaurin, you have Stephen uh -huh. Sims, you have um, Isaiah Wright, Isaiah Wright, um, you got Logan Inman, Duchess, Inman, you got Jontro Inman. So I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of I mean those those guys have been there. Those guys have been healthy in that you know they understand the system more. So uh, I mean, well, they, Cam Sims, yeah, I mean I'm saying Cam Sims, and I'm yeah. really it's something. <laughs> I'm so big on Cam Sims, man. I'm so happy that man. he's finally. Cam Sims, if, if you can hear me, brother, I <laughs> am so happy that you're finally getting your shine and you're getting your just due, man, because you've been making plays since you've been playing for Washington. Yep, preseason. You know, preseason, since preseason. So now finally getting the chance to actually come out and actually showcase your talents, man, I'm, I'm really happy. Um, yep. Yeah, you got, Cam, you got Cam Sims too. So And ooh, Cam Sims and Alex Smith have a connection that's so special. I, look, Cam Sims make me like Alex Smith more. I think that's what made me like Alex Smith more. It's like they have a connection, man. The guy will run across the field. Alex will put the ball to where only Cam Sims can catch it. Then he'll catch it and get some yak. Yeah. Like the guy is 6'5, and 
when I was looking at like his little um like combine stuff and numbers and stuff like that, they were saying that you know, I think he ran like a four six and he's supposed to be slow. Mm. Man, hey, they, hey, them long legs, man. He's created some separation, that one-handed catch, that hundred-yard game. He's done some pretty good things for us this year. And you know, Ron Rivera said this. He said, Cam Sims is trying to solidify himself as the number two wide receiver moving forward. Now, we're going to transition into free agency, but I'm a guy that I want another wide receiver. I want a guy that is a threat. Cam Sims is great. Look, Cam Sims as our third best wide receiver, yes. Cam Sims as our third, uh, fourth best wide receiver, awesome. You know what I'm saying? It's I, I, I mean, you got Steven Sims, you got Isaiah Wright, you got all these young guys, but I want to mix it in with some proven talent. You know, you, when you mix both, there's nothing wrong. With, look at uh, Pittsburgh. They can hit you with so many wide receivers that it's crazy. Even a guy like James Washington is considered their fourth best wide receiver, but look at what he's doing. He can go anywhere in the league and start. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to have more guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. In about two years, Cam Sims is going to be he, – he he's going to be a name. He's going to be a guy that we're going to be fighting to sign. I don't know what his contract is, but he's going to be a guy that we're going to be like, yo, we got to re-sign this guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, he's doing his thing. But I, for me, out of the wide receivers that are available, this free agency, you got Juju Smith-Schuster, you got Kenny Galladay, you got Chris Godwin, and you have Allen Robinson. I think those are the top four. Then you got other guys like T.Y. Hilton out there who's coming up coming on strong as the season, you know, goes on. So you have all these wide receivers out there and we have money. Yeah. Last year we threw a bag at uh, Amari Cooper. We threw, I think we threw like 110 million at him. He says, nah, bro, I'm going to take the hundred in Dallas and stay with Dallas. So it makes me think, I'm not saying that any of these guys, yes, I am saying that, I think that Allen Robinson is better than Amari Cooper. That's just my opinion. Then you got some guys, Godwin. You can make a case that Godwin is better than Amari. I mean, or on that same level. They're all good. So it's like if you paid this money or try to pay this money to Amari Cooper, hey, there's some more Amari Coopers coming out this year, like one or two, that, hey, $100 million. I really like Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Kenny, Kenny, okay. I like Kenny Galladay, but the only thing mm-hmm. – that injury has scared me, bro. This dude has been out like what eight straight weeks. Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah, but he, but he also he also has a, a horrible quarterback. Like he Matthew. does. But you know what? I won't call Matthew Stafford horrible. Okay, put it like this: Would you take Matthew Stafford over all the quarterbacks we have now in DC, or you just don't like Matthew Stafford? Uh, I've, 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 I've. I put money on Matt Stafford, and he hasn't won me any money so far. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big on Stafford, bro. No, I, I mean, I feel you. I'm actually big on Stafford, man. And this is leading into our free agent. So this is going to be the free agency uh, uh, segment right now. So um, one of the guys was asking me, "Who do you see us like? What What does the quarterback position look like next year? Are we keeping Alex Smith?" I mean, if we cut Alex Smith, we save $20 million. That $20 million can go a long way. Hey, you can keep Haskins and bring in a cheaper veteran. Who? So, I mean, if you're going to re-sign Kyle Allen, he's going to be a lot cheaper than Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. 
I to me, I think that Kyle Allen was having a decent season before he got hurt. I mean, he was mobile enough to move around, but Alex Smith has played well. But for me, it's that injury to Alex Smith. See, now he has a calf injury. Like I, I can't watch him, man. I can't watch him. I fear for him. He has a family. He's a good guy. Uh, I've grown to like him. Everybody that knows me knows that I was not an Alex Smith fan. I, I was like, Mm-mm, I didn't want him here in D.C., but his story has been remarkable. But at the same time, man, the injury factor, one hit, and you know what I'm saying? So what do you see? Do you see us getting the free agent quarterback or redrafting one? What do you think? I don't know, man. That's a few things I I, I foresee, and this is just <laughs> – you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just been. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speak your mind, bro. Uh, I mean, we have. I thought. I think we have Alex Smith for what? I thought we had him for what, two more. Two more He's years? on contract for two more years. Okay, so two more yeah, years. two more years. But if you cut him this year, after this year, you save twenty million. Twenty million goes back onto the cap. Uh, the last year, you can cut him, and I think there's no penalty. So even when we cut him, there might be a cap hit, but I don't think the cap hit is so, is so much because. This has been something that they were talking about doing. Had they cut him this season, before this season, we'll still – I mean, we'll still have to pay him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Either way it goes for this. So this season was guaranteed. Next season is not. Okay. So. So we we could either, A, keep him, let him play out that last – you know, let him play out next year. Mm-hmm. You can um, trade him. Or we could, you know, we could trade him. Or if something happens to where he's like, yo, I don't – you know, I'm done, I'm out. I mean, retire, retire. Um, yeah. We have nothing but free agency. Then we have to go, you know, draft straight quarterback. Um, or we make a trade and we get a young quarterback. That's true. That's true. Now, okay, when you say ahead. trade, here's a scenario. <laughs> if we make the playoffs, that uh, means, look, I'm a, 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 a Zach Wilson guy. I'm a Zach Wilson guy. I think he has Mahomes-type flavor. I'm not uh-huh. saying that he's Patrick Mahomes, but I see him with the swag. He's doing all this great stuff. He has a Mahomes. He's a number uh, two yeah. now. So he's a yeah. he's fast Justin Fields. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's, that's debatable. Skins fans are crazy about Justin Fields. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jets. I think the Jags take um, – they take fields, but it won't. It, I will not be surprised if they took Zach Wilson. I will not be surprised. But with that being said, Zach Wilson is a guy that can possibly go top ten. He's definitely going top fifteen. So that means if we're picking at nineteen, which is where we currently are right now, are you willing to trade the third round pick that we got for Alex Smith and our first to move up a few spots to get a Zach Wilson? That's a quarterback. If that's the guy you feel that we if we need to get, then we go get him. Right. I mean, I, I mean, just like you, I believe that the front office is going to do what's best for the team. You know what I'm saying? But and you think about it, it's a, it's a night. It's if we're picking 19. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said before, we're not picking top five. So right. But but at 19, my brother, let me tell you something. At 19, let's say for some crazy reason, Kyle Pitts falls. He's like the best tight end. They're comparing him. Jordan Reed uh, is comparing him to a guy like um, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, meaning that you can line him up. You can line him up all over the field, slot, outside, inside, you know, do a lot. hands in the dirt. 
So it's like, even though we're picking the 19, there's still going to be plenty of talent. There's going to be some offensive linemen. There's going to be some some left tackles that are starter quality, maybe not elite quality, but solid starters and maybe potential pro bowlers. I mean, so there's a lot that can happen. But, like, hey, I'm with you. If Look, here's how I take it. Don't go draft a quarterback to give up on him. Look, if you're drafting a quarterback, that's your guy. I don't want the mess to happen with Haskins to happen again. I get it. New coach, you know, old player was drafted by the old uh, uh, front office and the old coaching staff. Now you come in and you're trying to do your thing. You're trying to run your offense. He's not the guy that can run your offense. I get it. But look, Ron Rivera, I hope that you're watching this thing. Scott Turner, Kyle Smith, this is my message to you guys. We the fans, we support you guys. But whoever that you draft, you better believe in that guy and you better develop the guy. Because, look, we're not going to be out here wasting picks, man. We're not going to be out here wasting picks. I'm saying, you go go with that, you better make sure that that's the the guy that, you know, you're going to put all the stock into. Exactly. For the next four years, five years, whatever. And it can't be no seesaw. It has to be this is the guy. (laughs) All right, right, right. Yeah, I gotta be that guy. That's the guy. So, we'll and then the fan also asked about linebackers coming out next year. I'm not really looking to the linebackers coming out next year. Have you, Michael Parsons? Parsons, okay, Parsons. the draft, yes, in the draft. But in terms of free agency, do you okay. see any guys out there? Um, um, because I haven't I really, know, man. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Um, Wow, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that when I do my free agency episode. That's like way, way ahead, way ahead. But yeah, Michael Parsons, man. Like, look, I mean, the draft, I think the top 20, anybody who's picking top 20, matter of fact, top 25, I think there's talent everywhere. Also, there's some top wide receivers coming now. You got Rashad Bateman. What if he falls to 19? You see what I'm saying? What if uh a guy like Jamar Chase falls to 19? Folks are like, Jamar Chase falling to 19. C.D. Lynn fell to 19. Jerry Judy fell. All these dudes fell. So, like, if people go quarterback crazy, you know, teams like the Saints moving up to get a quarterback because we all know that Drew Brees is not going to be around forever. If that happens where teams are trying to plan for the future and, you know, get some guys and move up, that means some of these top-tier receivers are going to slide down. Jalen Waddle, Deontay Smith. It's going to be some superstar-type caliber receivers. Possibly in 19. So you see what I'm saying? It's like, even though we're sliding down, you can bring in a game-changing. Just imagine if you add a Devontae Smith on the opposite side of Terry McLaurin. And that's a guy that they're saying right now is the best receiver. You know, yeah, you know, you got Jamar Chase. Yeah, you got Rashad Bateman. But what Devontae Smith is doing is, (laughs) I mean, phenomenal. So, a lot can happen, man. I'm excited about the draft. I'm excited about free agency. But most importantly, it's still December, and I'm still excited about Washington football. Me too. This hasn't happened since when? <laughs> and this hasn't happened since I, I Lord, Lord, man. I don't know when. Man, it's been a long time, man. A long time coming just to see some 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 good football. It's been a minute, man. So I got two more things. I'm gonna read this quote by uh, Jack Del Rio. Then we'll do our question of the night. And then that'll be the episode. So Jack Del Rio said, Cam Carl is unflappable. He goes on Zoom sessions before they hit the field. Uh, he stood out for his knowledge of the defense. He says the coaches uh, say that this guy is impressive. He's sharp. Uh, he's a thinker. During like this, like during like some of like the fun games, that his responses are quick and always on top. So 
coming into the draft, um, there was like a report that I saw recently. They said, you know, whoever that was uh, scouting this guy was saying, you know, he can play in any defense. He was saying that he's a versatile corner that can play safety, that he can tackle well, and that he can adjust and learn any defense. So whoever that said that and what Jack Del Rio is saying now is matching up. They're saying the guy is smart. They're saying the guy is very knowledgeable. He, he has picked up this whole defensive scheme in such a short time, you know, and he probably would have got on the field a lot earlier had we not had Landon Collins. But, man, we've talked about Camp, Car- Camp Curl all um, all episode. I mean, he's yeah, I mean, I, I, phenomenal. I think it's just due, man. I think, you know, for a guy to come in seventh round Arkansas and to, to have – the impact that he has it just shows a testimony of, of the hard work that he's he's put in and absolutely took no plays to take any plays off and he he has the mindset of regardless of him being a seventh rounder um he takes his opportunity uh very serious and you know he he's the, he's the type of guy to where you could tell like you know he he he, re, he really works at his craft right he doesn't take any any plays off you know doesn't have that mentality like because i'm a seventh rounder right He's like, man, I can ball with anybody. I don't Absolutely. Know, I can ball with anybody. You know, <laughs> right, I right. Game, as long as I understand the game, I can, I can ball with anybody. And, exactly. I, mean, I, I, I mean, I love it. I love his mentality. He doesn't talk a lot, but he backs it up on the field, and I love it. Uh, so this question from one of the fans, he says, over-unders. He goes, Dwayne Haskins, over-under 230 yards passing this week. Under. Under. I say under as well. Um over under 1.5 touchdowns. Over. Yeah, I'm gonna say over because I gotta give my man some man. Like, okay, I, I, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give him. I'll say two touchdowns. I want to give him 2.5 touchdowns, but I'm gonna give him two touchdowns. Uh, I think he can definitely get over 1.5 touchdowns. I I say over. Uh, we're definitely gonna need points to keep up with these guys. We're going to need 20 points if we have a chance of winning this game. So I'll give him two touchdowns. Um, over, under, 0.5 interceptions. Mm. Oof. Oh, under. <laughs> under. I, I mean, I just, I mean, because I just, I, Russell Wilson, man, he is, man, for him to. No, no, this is Dwayne Haskins. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Haskins. Yeah. Okay. Right, Haskins. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Uh, it, I, I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he goes out with a whole bunch of interceptions, man. I don't think he. I don't think he does that. I don't think he does. That. Yeah. yeah. I say. I say over because for him to have half an interception, that means zero interception. So I'm gonna go ahead and say he's gonna throw at least a pick. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. So I'm gonna say over. I uh, hope I'm wrong on that one, but yeah, 0.5 interceptions. I think he throws an interception, uh, but I also think he throws two uh, through uh, two two uh, touchdowns. And I want to say over on the 230 yards, but I think this under. I think it's yeah, under. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably give it under. Um, yeah, I'll say under I mean, under safe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, asking him to like come in and throw. I mean, like if he does, I mean like. Hey, everybody's gonna go like, yo, everybody's gonna, the city going, uh, the whole fans are gonna just go like, yo, Haskins is that dude. Yeah, it throws, you know, say over like 300, like four touchdowns. Like, yo, everybody's gonna go, hey, like, 
everybody's going to say, who needs a quarterback? This is our franchise guy. I'm sticking with him. And you know what? I want him to do well. I want him to do well. So um, question of the night. Oh, but before we get to the question of the night real quick, real quick, just real quick. Um, who are the three guys you think are deserving of a, of a, of a Pro Bowl? Uh, Chase Young by far. Okay. I think Deron Payne. Deron Payne. Uh, man. And, uh, you know what we'll do? We'll do three defense, three offense. How about that? Three defense, three offense. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Chase Young, mm-hmm. Deron Payne. Okay. And Cameron Curl. Cameron Curl. Hey, Cameron Curl. I like um, it. You know, and offense? Offense, Morgan Moses, uh, Terry McLaurin, and Antonio Gibson. I like it. I like it. So for me, the offense, I got Morgan Moses, Brandon Sheriff, and um, Terry McLaurin. The only reason why I I, I would leave Gibson off is because he missed the game. But the 11 touchdowns is 11 touchdowns. I think Gibson might be an alternate. I want to get Gibson in there. But since I have to pick three, I'll say Morgan Moses, Sheriff, and I gave it to Terry. On the defensive end, man, this was tough. This was tough, man. This was tough. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go curl, but then I also gotta go Montez, and I gotta go Chase. I mean, I can make a case for Darby. I understand that your boy has, you know, four, four, uh, four picks, but you know, you can make a, a case. So, um, but yeah, man. Question of the night, last uh, topic of the night. Um, if you, at your current height and size, what position do you think you can play for the Washington football team? My current height and size, uh, running back. Running back. Nice, nice. Well, my current height and size, I would say I'll pick two. I'll say either tight end. We do need a tight end. We do need a tight end, too. So, hey, Logan Thomas, I think we can make a nice duo. Or, <laughs> or let me see. I did used to play some soccer back in the day. So maybe kicker. You know, the fans have been kind of mad at uh, what's his name? D Hop. So, uh, nah, but no, 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 real talk, real talk. I'll play safety or tight end. Okay, nice, nice, nice. With, with my size, it's what I think I can help them do. Now, that does not mean that I can do it, but with my size, me I can do it. <laughs> so, I am the way I am. And maybe, maybe a yard at that. <laughs> I relive, I relive my years, uh, my, my football years, man. But um, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. But yeah, I'd probably, probably running back or safety. Right. So guys, man, this has been the episode, man. Once again, Quan Battle, appreciate you coming on. Where can the fans find you on social media? Oh man, appreciate the love, appreciate the support for everybody, man. Um, thank you for having me on the show, man. It was, it was amazing. You guys can catch me uh, on Twitter. Uh, OTR Quan um, at OTR Quan. Um, I, I shoot the shit with you guys as long as y'all not on that shit. And <laughs> um, you know we we out here just trying to trying to do good, man. Connect and um, you know just keep it keep it rolling, man. Um, uh, also as well, you guys can check check me out um, as well as my other co-hosts on OTR Sports. Um, we have a show live. We, we do that. We we do all type of shit, sports from basketball football um sports soccer and we, we have a lot of great topics um so we do a live stream every saturdays around 12 and you can you can check us out um you can check me out on uh on, on that platform on our platform as well 
Um, for awesome, awesome. On Twitter. Hey, you guys go check out that show. The show is banging. The show is nice. That's actually how I met Quan. Great show. So you guys definitely go check that out. Um, so guys, you guys can find me on Manny Shakuba on Twitter, but my uh, podcast uh, page is Back Row Redskins at Back Row Redskins. Find me there. All of my YouTube stuff is funneled to Talking Sports with Manny on YouTube. Uh, you guys be safe. You guys be blessed. And we out. <laughs>